This episode is brought to you by the generous patrons who supported us over at patreon.com slash inspiration point. So we want to give a big thank you to our patrons, Kate, Prostaskius, Leroy, Tiana, Jeremy, Jacob, Cheryl, Falangor, Spike, Chris, Konohamaru, Buyag, Starry, Red Dead Coquette, Keith, Logan, Punch and Potato, Jen Solo, Rajar, and Eric. Thank you again for helping us to put a little more inspiration out into the world. And now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another incandescent episode of Inspiration Point. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Great show, everybody. Uh, that was fun. Boom. See? See? Hey, early we night. We bring you. We're all finished. We bring you. Mm-hmm. More time with your family. That's right. That's right. See? We do it for all the little people out there. All Very you people, people in your in your in your workaday jobs and your workaday lives <laughs> going out there working for the man every night and working day working for the man every night. <laughs> <laughs> but I never lost a minute to sleeping. What about the way things might have been? That's for Leroy. Oh man. Who who Clarence Clearer Water Revival. Is there anyone who doesn't like CCR? <laughs> like, I feel like it just... Probably the Nazis of, didn't like it. That's what I'm guessing. I, I meant people. Ah. <laughs> you know, there's two people. things in you. I don't you can care use. what monsters listen to. <laughs> wow. And you know what? How do you think that makes I beholders feel? Honestly. You know what? Be more I, sensitive, Andrew. Hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. To I'm lump sorry. In I, beholders with Nazis, I just don't think that's fair. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. Just Nazis. Um, I, I, I have no patience for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two things in video games that you can like just kill without any problem, and it's zombies and Nazis. Yeah. Um, I used to really like impunity. This video. Impunity is the word you're looking for. I think so. I think that is the correct impunity. Word. Yes. In fact, I, I named a weapon impunity in one of our games, and like everybody That's really liked that a one. Good name. <laughs> it's such a good name. It's a good name for a lot of things. Yeah, it really I might is. name a character impunity. Impunity. Hear that all out there, out there, you're out there. Y'all cannot. Use that. the lawful evil gnomish fighter <laughs> impunity. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't mean to go like dead quiet there at all, but that that really I nailed it. It had to go nailed through it. the checks, and I was like, no, that's uh, yeah, exactly what what that character ought to be. Super yeah. easy, super duper easy. So what's new, man? Oh, you know, grinding away. Got two more weeks of school till the year's over. Working every day for the... Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, I messed it up. Working <laughs> for the man every night and day. I tried to bring the joke back, yeah. and um, it wouldn't come back. It was like, no, I'm I'm, I'm done. Oh, man, that's so, okay. You don't have to worry. Thanks. No, <laughs> so you got no money. Well, that's that's what happens People when you choose an artist. happy to give. <laughs> yeah they are yeah uh you bet <laughs> good good stuff i love i love that band um yeah just uh doing the grind i've been doing a lot of like short campaign one-shotting type stuff uh oh, really with my class yeah which was a goal of mine so it's something that i've been kind of fulfilling a little bit and i didn't know if you would actually if you would actually take that one up good on <laughs> you man well, it's been more due to necessity than anything. I got to tell you, man, I'm struggling with kids these days. And I hate to say kids these days, right? Because that means that death is just right around the corner for me. <laughs> oh, please. The, saying kids these days, have been, that's been our MO for. Though, to be fair, I, mean, I think even this generation's like kids these days. <laughs> so, yeah. They don't really seem to like anyone um, from any time period in history. Um, yeah. 
So it's, man, it's been tough. What? Why? Why has it been tough? There is. Do tell. There is <laughs> a lot of anxiety out there. Anxiety, well, anxiety, anxiety. Like, I don't I know. I mean, if it's. To be fair, what is there to not be anxious about? You know what? There's a lot days, to not you know? to be anxious about. Like, look, I have anxiety too, right? But I guess like when when I was my age, you know, back in my day, mm. uh, and I'm not saying this is necessarily the healthiest thing, uh, you know, we kind of, I don't know, my mom was actually the tough one, right? And she would basically mm. always be like, toughen out. That sucks. Mm. Get stronger, basically. And it was like, yeah, I can see why we've we've kind of moved away from that a little bit. But I think maybe there's been an overcorrection, right? Not to get like too much like social commentary. The the main idea being I have a really hard time getting kids to like GM. I get like a couple. So like my current class is like 20 something kids. And like I've got I had three kids that were willing to to GM at all. Right. And I mean, one of them that's like passionate about it is like good at it is going to like go somewhere with it. Right. Mm. Um, and two others that are basically OK. Well, there's one other who is probably going to go back to being a player, but it'll be really good for him to have this um, this experience. Right. Sure. And then there's then the third one. That sounds like a, that sounds like a me kind yeah, of that's, guy. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Like he just likes acting silly. He doesn't really want to be that serious, right? But he, man, he just he put likes me characterization. On blast, why don't you, Jesus? Yeah, oh I mean, he God. he like you is an actor, <laughs> right? Yeah, and like that's that's really kind of your play style is the actor. Like, it is. You want to get is. in. I think you want to do your voice. Correct. You want to do your emotions, and that's really good stuff. And you do it well. Um. Thank you. That's yeah, very kind. You of get overly verbose, but you know that. <laughs> hey, you know, I try to correct, but there's only so much a mere mortal such as myself can do. You, you, the, the, sometimes you approach a dialogue like real. I approached, like cutting hair. You know, it's like mm. I did too much on that side. Better even it out. Oh, yep. Oh, overcorrected. Time to even out the oh. other side. Oh, yep. you're, nope, you're back bald over here. Now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bald. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, but it's, it's cute. <laughs> Thanks. The third person is like, yeah, no one else is volunteering. You told me there was extra points. I'll take it. Right. Sure. Sweet. I'm gonna do it. I'm not sure this person will ever play D and D ever again, but they're like, eh, I, I can do it. It's doable. This is an approachable sure. task. This is not the hardest thing I've done, you know? And I respect that, you know? That's cool. But a, a lot of them are just like, what if I called upon you? And there's like solid panic in their faces. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, okay, let me put difficult. this out here. Like you, I mean, you say all this, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, you literally grew up in an acting family. Yeah. You, you grew up in the put you on the spot family. Yeah. Like sure. in terms of your favorite activities. That's and totally I think fair. it is it is statistically literally the scariest damn thing that any normal person can imagine is getting in front of people and performing or speaking or doing something like that where mm-hmm. you've got eyes on you. Yeah. So I mean I I get it. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm not but, gonna say it's unreasonable, but what I am gonna say is all of us. I understand it being frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating for me because I'm trying to cultivate things and like the purpose of school is to, you know, learn things, you know, not just rote knowledge, but also skill and applied skill and like learning to apply information that that you're getting so that you become that's that's fair, you know, and it's like a lot of times I get responses that are like I can't do it because I'm bad at that and it's like Mm. I don't want to say it, kid, but you're a kid and are therefore pretty much bad at everything. And yeah, that's if you were what, good at it. You probably wouldn't need to be here. You wouldn't huh. have to be at school. This is sort of the purpose of being here. Right. You're all bad at this. It's like, 
It's like saying, well, I don't want to get too off topic, but the sure uh, the idea is that like, yeah, we're here to like work on things. Okay. And I'm not asking right. you to get in front of the whole school. I'm not asking you to even get up in front of the whole class. I'm saying, you know, with you and four other people, can you say there's some goblins? <laughs> what do you mm. do? You know, like even lame GMing like that is something, you know, it's like, you know, you I know your, your, your first game, it's going to be awkward and weird but like if you just won't even have the experience it's like i don't know what you want me to do for you here let me let me throw this out here and maybe maybe this is something you're already doing or or something similar but i wonder if um depending on how long you have in class have you ever done like gm warm-up exercises sure like because i'm sitting here thinking i wonder if it would help loosen people up to stick them in like, you know, groups of like three or four. Sure. And and have them do like a rapid fire, you know, everybody, f- you know, for for 60 seconds, each person takes a turn doing a GME thing, like mm-hmm. describe a picture, you know, hand out a bunch of freaking images. Um, I remember on Dragna's Discord, uh, we were doing GM kind of narration exercises and Dragna would put up uh, an image from the Curse of Strahd module and go, okay, everybody type up like a one paragraph narrative, like, you know, type up some read aloud text for this image. So naturally you wrote eight pages, eight. I I think it was 12, (laughs) Um, but it was one paragraph. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's just the terms and conditions. (laughs) Uh, That's, that's writer humor y'all. So, you know, it, it's got me thinking uh, you could, you know, print out some pictures and like toss one to each group and go, okay, everybody takes 60 seconds and try to narrate this picture. And then everybody has to do it. And then it kind of forces you to start saying a little something in front of your buddies and, you know, act as kind of an icebreaker, right? Mm -hmm. I wonder how something like that would would work in terms of like maybe at least initially getting people a little more receptive to you going, all right, you're going to do some GMing. I I haven't done precisely that exercise. It sounds like Mm -hmm. an interesting thing to do. Um, But of course I do exercises with them, warm up activities and stuff. And you know, it's, it's spotty even getting the participation there. Um, And then like, and then sometimes like things come out much better than I expect. Right. And things are going well. And then I'm like, great. Did you feel okay about that? Yeah, I felt okay about that. Great. Let's GM a whole scene. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No way. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And I know that for a lot of people, there's a process there that just takes time. But like, um, sometimes you got to do a thing you're bad at. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, that's I wasn't I, I wasn't born with the ability to drive. And in terms of like activities that you could do that are pretty dangerous, you know, oh, sure. driving on a road that, oh, the, the but I'm first not gonna, couple times you do that, it's like, oh, you it's are, terrifying. You have the fear of God in you in but a very kind of real way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't not be excited. Like you are <laughs> surging with freaking adrenaline. There's, uh, you uh, can't yeah. get away from that. 100%. But, I, you know, I'm looking at myself and I'm going, you, there's no freaking way I'm going through life or even my teenage life without being able to drive a dang car. Sure. Right. And so you just do it. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, di- and I different. can't get into a lot of the like psychopathy about this because I'm just obviously not qualified. Sure. I I think what what comes to my mind at, at that point is like, you know, some kids are just going to be better at that sort of thing than than others well, no, and, duh. And, well and, but and and also isn't high school kind of where you really start learning that like where where it really starts becoming a real thing where you start realizing like oh sometimes there's times where i just gotta try something even if i don't feel quite ready for it but you know you know here's my thing okay i've been i've been teaching for like 11 years now right yeah and so 
I'm I'm telling you, it's this is getting worse. Ugh, this is that sucks. This I am better at this <laughs> than I have been, and this is getting harder to do. And that that is that is that's got to feel super strange. Yeah, it is really really strange. Now again, I always find like that diamond in the rough. Oh, there always is one who's like, oh yeah, man, oh, I got you, man. This is my jam. This is my jam, you know, and. And I don't need it to be everybody's jam, but I do need people to to try. But you yeah. need to be able to put yourself out there, and that kind of brings me to the main thing I wanted to talk about. Um, right on. Which is let's do it. Which is Andrew? Have you ever been what the kids might say uh, is cool? Have you ever been cool? Oh man! <laughs> when I lived with you, I was cool. Hair. That's right. That's right. That was, you know, in in our own way. Yeah. Maybe I was cool. Like amongst sure. amongst our crew. Yeah. I think I I th- I think I was pretty cool. Yeah. At, at but, art school, where everyone who was uncool went. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were kite man. We were definitely hell top yeah. top middle road, right? You know. <laughs> I I was the best. I was the okayest. <laughs> we were pretty okay. <laughs> I was super uh, okay. Okay, but prior to that, prior to that, no, I, um, quite frankly, I didn't have my first serious girlfriend until God, it was like either late high school or early college. Um, had I had maybe, you maybe had a couple friends, but you weren't I like had one, maybe two really close friends. Yeah. Otherwise. You know, I was I was almost a loner. You just had that one or two folks you just hang out with all the time, you know. Um, yeah, no, I totally get it. And, and you know, yeah. most people really only have a couple of really close friends. But, yeah. But like, yeah, are you you wouldn't be what didn't go to parties, didn't go to dances. Right. Like, you know, I I was definitely, definitely not cool. And I think that that a lot of people that are in this hobby can relate to that not to put anyone down but i think we're all kind of there you know i mean if if we don't ourselves have some social issues we very likely know someone who does absolutely and you know we we're coming to realize shade on that by more and more that most of us have something we're we're dealing with yeah And, and that's you know perfectly understandable um, I, I definitely, you know, I think I was okay at my earliest age mm-hmm. and then, and then my, my dad changed his job and we moved to California fr- from Arizona mm. and then my cool points absolutely plummeted. Oh, cause you were the new guy. I was the new, not just that, but like the, there was a big demographic shift, like in terms of income. Oh, and sure. of course I was also getting just like in older classes. Like it's pretty easy to make friends when you're in kindergarten, first grade, and then like it gets yeah. tougher and tougher, I think, as you kind of age up. And we moved Especially when I was if like you're in third. not local. Yeah. And I just didn't have the this the same sort of I guess streetwise savoir fair, you know, that you know, because I would say things like savoir fair. <laughs> I, I go. I would have a vocabulary that would get, get me into trouble. Um, <laughs> I beg your French pardon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I can remember like one of my first days of high school, you know, a kid asking me not whether or not I smoked marijuana, but how much uh, a week I would consume, which was zero. But <laughs> um <laughs> kilos man that was like that was like my introduction like this is the this is the new environment you're in right man i do all the weeds my fellow young person (laughs) my fellow all the weeds um yeah so i think being (laughs) able to to become and embrace being not cool is like Mm. was like helpful in that way and i was like I eventually became kind kind of sort of cool, like within at least a certain sphere while I was in high school. Having a girlfriend helps joining the football yeah. team even briefly was helpful. Um, then turning around and doing Shakespeare festivals, less helpful, but 
<laughs> two, two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoyed it, so it was worth. Still forward. Um, Still forward. But point B, this, this like long, long wind up to, to this pitch. We are very, very insecure um, about things coming to like sitting around tables, especially when we're new to it and probably for not a great reason. And, you know, I, I think many of us might realize that there is an irrational fear there. This, you know, I, I had a couple of kids come up and do a little bit of improv, a little bit of like just even just reading scenes. And, you know, this one kid was just really having a hard time. And I was like, well, what's what's the issue? And he was like, oh, it's that like secondhand embarrassment feel, you know, Ooh. and and I'm like, from what? You know, like, look around you, my guy. Like, look at this class. You you are among your people right we mm. are we are of the same tribe my dude and like nobody here is hoping anyone else is going to crash and burn mm. sometimes we have to take what some people call a leap of faith and just go for it that's true and i mean you need we all <clears throat> need at some point to take a plunge yeah and to even be brave enough to do something wrong and by wrong i mean incorrect not morally <laughs> questionable <laughs> i mean man you're 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 selling me you know you're selling this to a guy who whose you know catchphrase was pretty much do the dumb thing so yeah absolutely i mean you know i'll i'll buy what you're selling mm-hmm. but um you know i i think and to be clear i don't disagree with you at all I, but I you're, think you're, you're always going correct. to take the hey, let's defend the the little guy position, which well, is totally my, fine. My biggest thing I want them that, to grow. I want them to come out of being so scared. Right. I'm just saying they I think that they maybe have more reason to to be scared. Like, like, I don't know about you, but when I was around their age, yeah. like I was constantly surrounded by vicious freaking kids. And if somebody told me, Hey, we're all here on the same team. I'd be like, ha ha Sure. Okay, dude, I'll believe that never because I, I get it constantly all day, every day. And it freaking sucked. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely enough to, to get you to go like, Hell, am I gonna freaking open my mouth in front of any of these freaking people? So, like, are, are you, you know, kind of saying that it's a, it's very much like a trust issue? Definitely. Like, like if I screw up, or what's probably going through at least some of their heads when I screw up, mm. somebody is gonna have a freaking field day with me, mm-hmm. and and that's gonna suck, and I don't want that. So I'm going to stay as far away from offering myself up on the chopping block to, you know, to social ridicule. And that's, that's a really good point. That's a really you know, good point. Let me ask you this. Scary. Let me ask you this. What? Mm. Let's say I'm, you know, I'm your professor. You don't know who I am, you mm-hmm. know, other than he's teacher. He's been here a long time. He seems OK. Mm. You know, how how would I best to use a teachery term scaffold you in? to feeling like you could give that a try like what sort of things would need to be done leading up to that Mm. which not an easy question but like no not an easy question i think i think to me probably the the place my brain most easily goes is it it has to be a gradual buildup like it can't be a day one ask hey here here's gming you know everybody give it a give it a shot you know and see how it goes e- even if it's like just an mm-hmm. informal um you know beginner surface level thing um having it it's all based on rapport really mm-hmm. right you know it's it's all whether i can trust you or not is built upon do i feel like we've got a good relationship like can i trust what you're telling me do i feel like you have the credibility to be able to say when you if if you have any mistakes or anything like that this is a safe space 
everyone mm. will treat you with kindness and respect and understanding and we're here to support one another mm. and when i hear this authority figure say that do i believe that they have so much authority and knowledge about what they're talking about that when they tell me that all these other kids are going to treat me that way they know it to be true that i can that they have the credibility to be able to make that statement and and that to me is like it's got to be a gradual thing you know day by day you know stepping things up and gently putting people on the spot like asking them just what they think about a thing or you know something less formal to the point where you're making sure to get everybody talking even just through classroom conversation to the point where everybody gets familiar hearing each other's voices and i think even just that would be like you know get everybody feeling like they're in on the conversation and then that ought to help reduce some of that fear because by that point everybody's kind of been informally talking in front of each other it's just in a conversation you're bouncing back and forth quickly right but you're kind of always talking in front of someone mm. otherwise how do you live right mm. you got to say something to someone yeah, yeah well of course right uh no i think that's actually very very insightful thank you um that yeah I, that, it, it kind of just came to me i was like oh god you're like how do i answer this let me tell you man when it comes to social anxiety here comes the wisdom my guy i got you buddy. i got you hey it was all for something right it's all for something baby it's all for something you know and with your kids you know have these anxieties you'll definitely be able to relate to them which i think will be very valuable you know, um, I even remember thinking that a bit when I was a kid going yeah. through it. I was like, you know what? This sucks. But at the very least, when I have kids one day, like I'll be able to get where they're coming from, you know, and yeah, that's, you know, it, it's a it's a hard one gift, but um, it's a valuable one. I'm grateful I have it. Yeah, no, I think that that's right on. Um, so I guess then let's, let's put you instead of the role of student, let's make you a teacher. Oh no. And let's say, <laughs> you know, I apologize you're, to you're everyone asking for what's a kid, about to happen. And let's say that, that you've given them some of these warmups and you've helped them along. And at the very least you sense that they trust your intention. Sure. Right. Like they believe you're a good guy. They believe in you. They're still a little iffy about some of the kids, you know, what, what would your approach be if you're like, Hey, we're going to play out a scene. You're all your characters. You're in a bar. You want to get a good price uh, on this drink. You think it's overpriced go. And the kids just like, uh, what, what would be professor Geertsen's approach? Hey, Adam, how are you doing? <laughs> What do you want? Hey there, hey there <laughs> buddy. How's it going? No. Um, <laughs> Sup, <up>, teach. <laughs> oh, my God. Just um, go full 1980s so, John Hughes oh teenager man. character. <laughs> so Chewing is, my bubble am, gum. Am I, am I, have I approached you already? Is that? No, not necessarily. Because that could be okay. part of the windup, right? Is. How does so that approach me, happen? Is this out and open teachable moment? Is this step aside? Is it way till after class? So I'd I'd split everyone up into groups. Okay. And then say, okay, today our GMs are going to be, you know, Steve, Linda, and Adam. Oh, don't pick me. Don't pick me. I I, I can't. I can't do it. All right. So Everybody split up in into your groups. Adam, come talk to me a sec. Oh. So, ooh, that's everybody else. Shut up. No, <laughs> uh, mind your business. Just mind your business. <laughs> hey, buddy, have a seat. So, I called you out a bit, huh? Uh, sorry about that. So, you seem like you're not too hot on the idea. Am I getting that correct? <sighs> Yeah, I I just I want to, but I can't. You know, I just, there's there's no way. I've I've got a lot of anxiety and like 
my therapist says that I have this condition. I take pills and sure. Um, you know, it's, I get really like kind of clammed up. I get dry mouth, um, you know, everything. I just, I get really, really scared. Well, I'll tell you what, would it help if I was nearby? What do you mean? Well, if I was nearby, if you have a question or something, I mean, you're in the class. Oh, you mean nearby in the group? Yeah. If I was like kind of right around there. I don't know. Cause I'll tell you what GMing can can be a tricky thing. Everyone who tries it usually at first gets a bit intimidated mm-hmm. by it. And it can sound like a really big job, but you want to know a bit of a secret. Mm. You're kind of just making stuff up. Yeah. That's really all it is. Yeah. And I, and, and I just don't think I'd be good at that, but you know what? You got to try. You got to try. Can I just take the zero? I'll just take the zero. It's fine. You think I'm going to let you just take the zero? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Come on. Well, look, if you want to take the zero, you have every right to take the zero. Uh-huh. But I think you can do this. And what's more, I think your group also thinks you can do it. I know each of those kids and they're great kids and they're going to treat you with respect. And you know what? It's fine. If you make a mistake, you're just trying something. What about and Timmy? He's an a-hole. If he does or says anything that's that's out of line, you let me know. And we'll settle it. But okay. Uh- he- fine if if you're right there then maybe okay look how about i set it up for you i'll give the intro and then you just take over how about that (sighs) they'll kind of get you on get you on a good heading and then you can just go do some back and forth and then all that really is is just having a conversation with one of your friends just one at a time it's never going to be more than one person talking at you a bunch you address one person at a time and you take your time. So I, so I think that that's really good. I think that yeah. that's a pretty good approach. You're trying to be as like empathetic, right? Yeah. Empathetic as you can and, and you know, patient and, and pulling kids one on one is usually a pretty good way of doing that um, because and I mean, otherwise they have to posture, right? Or they have yeah. to hide or whatever. Nobody um, likes getting put on the spot. Nobody likes that. And that's that's very that, that's some good instincts, Andrew. You know, you might be in the wrong profession. Oh um, man. <laughs> I I tell you what, and for for anybody who's listening, uh I that was one hundred percent just off the cuff. I have no training or anything. So if it seems like I know what I'm talking about. I'm only guessing at what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was my first year of teaching like one. Well, okay. First five years of teaching. <laughs> Just hardcore fake it till you make Just it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yeah, baby. And there's still stuff that's mysteries to me. I mean, that's basically what I'm talking about here. But I think you had good instincts on that. I want to change Thanks. the scenario a little bit. Not that we have to play it out every time, but, you know, not everybody here is going to be teaching a class. But, you know, a lo- at some point, a lot of us have to teach Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder or whatever we're playing. Sure. And, you know, it's and it goes beyond just learning the rules, but like learning how to role play, like learning how to cultivate players and GMs from people that are like, I've played a board game once to, you know, I'm ready to deliver dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, that that's something. So I had a yeah. I had a challenge today um, where I was uh, basically filling in for one of the student GMs during club after school. Oh, okay. And uh, I've been doing this storyline where everybody's was born into a cult and they don't uh, the cult again. Yeah, I keep bringing it up. Did I talk about this last episode or No, you you didn't. But it's I know just, we've talked there, about cults before. There's always a dang cult. There's always a cult. Hey, let's just say right what you know. Um Right. Oh man. Topical. So <laughs> Um it, it was it was it was kind of obvious cuz it wasn't meant to be like a long campaign. Sure. You know, it was like okay, this is going to be like 3 sessions and we're done. Okay? And and each session's like two hours, right so, on. So not very long, you know. And the idea was, you grew up in this community, you never knew your parents, you're raised by the village essentially, and then you go out to investigate some spies from the outside world. You end up learning that they're coming after the children. 
but it you know long story short it turns out they're from a town a lot of children have been going missing for years they finally figured out that it's coming from your community oh no and then you as a player come to realize i am a kidnapping victim oh snap yep except for one of my players who's going to realize they're the literal son of the cult leader there's always gotta be a special kid there's always gotta be (laughs) one so i was doing some scenes today where these kids were meeting their real parents oh when i say these kids i mean keeping it light right yeah keeping it light and (laughs) these kids this is what i what i notice a lot is there's a lot of kind of like scampering away from the emotional moment with like constant talking conversation referencing joking right like we we, defense mechanisms right coping mechanisms exactly defense and coping just like all over the place and just what i did was i didn't give up right Mm. you you just keep on keeping on and it's like hey i'm just gonna turn it up actually Mm. and it's and it can be hard for me to access certain emotions sure i'm trying to play the part of a parent who had essentially given up on their child and realized Mm. they were probably never gonna see him again yeah and 18 20 years later they come knocking on your door and you know what is that moment like and you know i had to really start getting there and really putting myself out i had to abandon the idea of being cool Mm. so that so i could go there and it's not easy no it's not easy definitely not because you got to go places in your in your mind and in your emotional state that become vulnerable to people but i started to notice a difference Mm. started to notice that they were kind of holding on to everything i was saying Mm. and they were starting to reciprocate and other players that were not reciprocating as quickly i could tell we're starting to annoy the other players where they were like they were like hey this is like a serious moment so Mm. maybe we maybe we take this seriously right you know well and 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 it doesn't need to be serious all the time and in the very next scene i told a joke but um we also need to be willing to open that up and sometimes you just gotta knock on that door until somebody answers yeah that's that's true and i think you know and and this is absolutely 100 percent not me condoning like bullying or no or peer pressure but i do think that there is a form of reasonable peer critique or or request like you know you it is it is perfectly acceptable to go hey you know i i'm not mad or anything but this scene is supposed to be kind of serious so do you think we can Mm -hmm. give this an honest shot and and i know that it can be scary to try to you know to even even to pretend to be sad or hurt or angry or things like that, that can be difficult and you don't even have to like go deep, but at least, you know, at least take it seriously and give it your best shot. Whatever that is for you, just promise me that you are giving it the best that you feel you can do. Yeah. I think, you know, know, the Frank conversation is always an approach for, any of these kind of troublesome situations we can run into i mean communication is never like the wrong idea oh yeah that's true so um i think that that's really important but you know it's it's kind of similar to when we ask players to illustrate things that they're doing you know we're basically saying geek out a little please yeah you know and at least describe what's going on but we do it because we we understand that without that sauce, you know, without that feel, that yeah. it's it's really missing the point. Otherwise, right? Like sure. we're we are not even getting we don't we're not even getting half out of what this is supposed to be when yeah. we're not willing to at least describe. Like, yeah, you don't want to like cry on cue and deliver Shakespeare. Like, yeah, fine. That's- Right. That's that's not a necessity, although it's cool if that happens, you know. Right. Um, But it's like, yeah, at the very least, can you can you explain how when you cast vicious mockery, what you say to the other person or 
can you describe you know what it looks like when you're casting hold person mm. you know instead of just saying i cast hold person to an extent it's the same when we're approaching you know dialogue or you know emotional description you know if they're if you're not willing to bring some of that with you right um the reason why we push it is because we know how rewarding things are once it it, it once it is achieved and i know you know this you can probably think of some moments in your role-playing career that have been particularly memorable or moving. Yeah. I, um, God, I, I remember it's Gelda, right? Who was the Smith? Yes. Yes. So in, in our, the fact that you remember her name at all is a good sign. I, what, what's really funny is that I was a hundred percent convinced that I was remembering incorrectly. And I was <laughs> like actively trying to change it in my head. I'm like, that can't be, was it Helga? Nope. No. Um, to be fair, but, I mean, it's a dwarven female. Helga comes right to mind. <laughs> it sure does. Um, but I, I remember that playing, playing these characters, especially, uh, adamant and Lance of Air, both kind of in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really tried to get uh, as emotional with my characters as I did with both of them, especially mm-hmm. Lance of Air usually. Um, but with with Adamant, I remember Gelda basically go wading into this massive assault on the town, and she goes up against a Hydra and basically gets taken out. Mm-hmm. And um adamant uses uh i think it was revivers some some kind of resurrection uh spell but i think there was a moment there where it was even maybe a bit up in the air as to whether or not it was actually going to take um but i i tried to actually i think rp the prayer that he gave to basically try to bring her back Mm-hmm. And to basically beseech the gods that like she deserves to 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 live if if her spirit is willing. Um, and w- one thing I realized going through that is as you say the thing, if you say it like you mean it, the emotions a lot of times will just come on their own. I didn't intend to get all choked up in that scene but as i was saying the words and it and they're just made up words i was mentally focused on what i was saying and i was trying to say it like i meant it and as the words were leaving my mouth they become real and they make gelda for that brief moment real in my in my mind at the very least and in that moment because what i've said has momentarily become reality the emotions feel real and i started getting all choked up and like i felt my eyes like welling up and everything no mm-hmm. joke and um and she came back and i was genuinely relieved and happy to to air quotes see her and that you know that turned out that after all that you know some good was able to not come of it, but it, you know, it wasn't just disaster and loss. Like this is someone we could have lost, but luckily we're able to have them back. Mm-hmm. And, and if, and if as a person, if you're just kind of quiet in your own mind and you just allow yourself to think, what if you saw a good person fighting the good fight whatever that fight might look like to you doesn't have to be fantasy or anything but if you saw someone fighting the good fight and going down and feeling strongly enough that that they're worth having around and going you know what this might work it might not but i am going to call up literal heaven and say i know i'm not much and you have every reason not to listen to me but if you would i got a person here who really ought to live if you can find it in your hearts to do so and when when you start thinking about that idea it's not hard to feel 
a bit emotional and go, you know what? Like who wouldn't feel a little bit of something kind of welling up in your chest when it's like, you know, you see that person there and you're like, God, I wish I could help. I wish I could do something. Wouldn't it be great if I could do something? Oh, wait, maybe there's something I can do. So when we're leaving that moment, you know, maybe the session has come to an end. Mm -hmm. You know, when you reflect upon that moment, uh, how does that make you feel? When you say reflect on the moment, reflect on... Like, like hey, I went there, of- I got emotional. I okay. The, like the- you were like, are you coming away going, man, that really helped okay. me enjoy that or that so was ref- tough, but felt worth it. You know, like where we reflecting at. on the experience of it for me as a player. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, you walk away from it first realizing that nobody at the table said a dang thing about it. That's that is a surprisingly huge part. You realize that once once you do it, it you know, the the courage and kind of just brazen ballsiness of it to to just do it, to just talk and let it be whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And hell with what anyone else thinks you're having a good time this isn't about them it's about you and your experience and doing your best and when you kind of realize oh in the face of that no one's no one's gonna give you a hard time about it no one's got the guts to do that because guess what that would take speaking up and they're already looking at you like oh he clearly ain't scared of speaking up or she isn't scared of speaking up um, and it, and the more you think about that, the more encouraging it is. And you, and you just kind of start realizing like, oh, you just got in your own head. And once you can get your mind out of there into just doing what you do, it feels great. It feels liberating. It, it, you do feel a sense of accomplishment. It's like, oh, and I, and I think that is a serious accomplishment. It is. It is. But it is also one that's not easily attained. You know, it, right. it takes it takes Rarely some people they, longer right? than others, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like beating Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not easy to do. But I gotta tell you, man, I gotta tell you. The, do you? The, the, you do? Yeah, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> I, I really do have to. Otherwise, I'm gonna explode. Um, oh no! The, I really struggled to beat the Elden Beast the first time mm. um, and to complete the game. And uh, I think, I think I spent like two hours went to bed and then like two hours the next evening and then finally killed this thing. Oh, and, the struggle and, is real. And I got up and I was shouting at the TV. I was flipping yeah! off the TV. Yeah! I was running around screaming. I was like, <laughs> just thrilled and like my daughter was there and she was just laughing at me so i'm just like running around jumping on the couch you know i'm like almost 300 pounds and i'm just like like leaping off stuff oh my god she's never cracking up i've never seen you move like that no i haven't either i I was um and never shall anyone again no, that's a, obviously an extreme example, but it, I guess, you know, maybe that's the point when it comes right down to it is, you know, as a, as a teacher, whether or not that's in a formal sense or as somebody who is sharing a passion with somebody else, you know, when you see that moment of triumph yeah. of, of having overcome the difficulty of learning the skill you know, and if that skill is like emotional honesty in an acting scene, it's like that's amazing for them. It's amazing for you. It's a great bonding moment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's it, that is where all the good stuff is. Yeah. Right. That's where the real the real magic of what a role playing game is, you know, comes in. And if you if you ignore that part, then it's like it's always going to be hollow, maybe even a little boring. Yeah. That's that's very true. That's very true. And so it's and it's good. It's good for folks to learn. I think um, 
it's just interesting to see the different the different pace at which different people you know caught on to it because the other nice thing is that usually all it takes is one maybe two before people start seeing like it like if they see someone goof up and make a mistake and they see what happens then and that you know that they don't really have anything to worry about and in fact you could even use those as fun teachable moments you know and just go hey you know this makes me think of like like a fun exercise so let's all take a break for a second you know let's take five minutes let's try something and then you know helps cut the tension a little bit makes people feel comfortable i mean you know and you can just charm them and make them laugh keep them loose and then throw them back into the fire (laughs) (laughs) then throw them back into the fire i love that that's funny um so um i think that that is the main gist of kind of what i wanted to get through um give up being cool instead um enjoy a meaningful experience um i guess or one realize other thing- that you are cool whether anyone thinks you are or not <laughs> see i or guess i've just so. come to the point where i've started to associate cool with unpleasant human being <laughs> oh that's not good um it's but, just that you there know, are a lot more cool things out there than people realize cool is definitely in the eye of the beholder that much we i think we can say mm. um i will say though that um i when a uh i think that when somebody really puts it there like really gives things that that honest effort to deliver emotion i think it is the responsibility of everybody else at that table to be supportive of that moment Oh, 100 percent to be like, wow, great job, man. Yep. Right. Don't snicker because it's tense for you. Right. You know, give give encouragement. Yep. Because because before long, if it hasn't been you, it's going to be you. Yeah. Sooner or later, everybody gets a turn and what goes around comes around, baby. And maybe it's going to be easier for that other guy who's also shy. 100 percent. Yep. To come around when they've now seen that it's it's safe to come out exactly so exactly all right well you know what i'm gonna leave it there because that was really good um for anyone listening if you're not supporting the patreon and you'd like to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash inspiration point and support us at any tier you see there if you support at the top one you can get yourself a spot on adam's next uh next available rpg uh campaign that he's running and even at the lowest tier all tiers get access to our private patreon and uh where we basically talk about all kinds of nerdy stuff and hang out and help each other out with stuff um that's pretty much all i got so thanks everybody for hanging out with us and until next time stay inspired bye bye Wow, that was pretty good. That was, that was chipper. I like that. 